Happy New Year, Happy New Year. This is your host, Taya Lawrence, uh, your host with the Director of Flourishing Podcast. Uh, I remind you as I start that I am the Director of Flourishing in my life, and you are the Director of Flourishing in yours, in your life and in your world. And it is up to you. The Calvary is you. The Calvary is here. You are the Calvary to get up, to get up (laughs) and um, start. The only way to see new changes with new action. So we start. Happy New Year. Happy New Life. Happy New You. Happy Choices. Happy New Beginnings. Happy Restart. Happy Resets. Happy do-over. Do you need a do-over? Sometimes we want a a do-over in a specific area. And sometimes, you know, we feel like we just want to start the whole entire thing over. Do you feel like that ever? Um, If you've ever felt like you needed to start, like, like, all of it is not <laughs> not working just the way that you imagined, right? Um, I want you to consider that a do-over is not really the answer because in the do-over, it's still you, right? With all your quirks and all your blind spots. It's kind of like, you know, if you break up a relationship and you don't stop to see where you played into the badness and you jump into another one, right? But you have not examined your part in in the failure of the last one, then you're still bringing all of the mess into this new one and it's kind of just going to replay, right? So in a situation where you're thinking do-over, um, by all means, do over, but I want you to consider. I want you to consider ways in which you can have a different perspective, have a different point of view, um, because because we all can benefit from a uh, from a wider perspective doesn't necessarily mean it's better, but wider, where you can see uh, more of what's what's really playing out, right? Versus tunnel vision, where you're just looking at one thing. Um, and one of the ways, one of the ways that this happens, one of the ways that you can pause your, <laughs> pause your life, really, and gain improved perspective is to is to stop and breathe and see what's going on so if you think about it right we're all doing yeah we all have many things to do right everybody is always doing everything and we're always going 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 right so even right now, I bet you're doing at least three things and thinking about the next thing or worrying about the last thing, 
right? So we're always going. It's like when you're on your computer or on your phone and you have all of these tabs open, right? I, I, I am better now, but just last week I had 27 tabs open on my phone at the same time and everything's running. But is that really a metaphor for my life? You know, do I have 27 tabs going all of the time so that my energy is kind of dissipated and so I don't have everything to put into where I am right now uh, all of my energy, all of my attention, where I can truly be here, not in 27 places. Um, recently, I <laughs> my life was going a little faster, you know, Christmas. <laughs> um, it was going a little faster than I appreciated. And so I did some more meditation than I usually do. And it was like five, 10 minute meditations, right? But it was that I was pausing every three to four hours to do this thing. It was on the Balance app. But after maybe two weeks of consistently doing this, I felt better. I didn't expect to feel better. I expected to feel calmer. But beyond feeling calmer, I felt like I was in a better space. And all these things that I had been planning to do for a while, like deep clean my kitchen, I did. Like without having to give myself a pep talk. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden, somehow I had more time, more energy. But it was really, I, I think that it was really that I had cleared up some mental space. Because the 27 tabs running all the time sucks your mental energy. And so you, even though you're not doing anything, you're still tired all the time because your brain is running. And so the regular meditation, right, helped me to, to sh shut down some of these tabs. And so my, my energy is not running in every direction, even unconsciously, all the time. And it was a beautiful and rich thing. I have tried to continue, but <laughs> um, I, I am continuing. But I am also examining the um, the other things that could be equivalent to meditation in my life. And really, it's those things that you are so fully engaged in that you are not thinking about everything else. And sometimes that's reading a good book or I hear that knitting, I, I don't need, but I hear that, you know, <laughs> knitting just changes your life. I haven't tried it. Um, but playing sports of any kind, real exercise, like, you know, the kind where you're not, <laughs> where you don't have the mental energy to think about something else because you got to focus on lifting your leg or arm or whatever, right? Um, writing, whatever it is for you. I mean, you know what it is that sucks you in, right? Um, I am leaning towards exercise because we all need to exercise and hey, new year, why not, right? <laughs> um, but like, again, not, not, not baby exercise, but the real thing, you know, um, 
if you're doing that regularly, again, it's forcing your mind to focus on this thing for the next 20 minutes and nothing else. And when you're doing that, all those other tabs that are constantly vying for your attention cannot compete right now. Um, there, the, there's the mindfulness thing too, right? Where you just kind of focus again on what you're doing right now. If you're doing dishes, mindfully doing your dishes. If you're, I don't know, eating, mindfully eating. But it's paying attention to the food in front of you, what it looks like, what it feels like, uh, what it tastes like in your mouth, what it, tastes, what it feels like as you're swallowing, and just bringing your attention, like uh, choosing to consciously bring your attention to that right now. Because, you know, you could be eating and watching TV and be on the phone and I don't know what else. So even in your eating, you're doing all of that. But then the mindful eating, they say it helps you be healthier. I haven't tried. Um, <laughs> maybe I should try. But um, it's, there's, there's something to the mindfulness, to being present, to choosing to be present, right, where we are. But for me, the important thing here, right, is that the meditation, the mindfulness, the worship, the reading, the deep, deep conversations, um, they pull you in and, and feed your soul so that you are less pulled by the problems and the plans and the needs and the to-do lists and all of these things. And, and I hope that, that as you're listening, that you're coming up with your list of what is your remembering, the things that do this for you. Because if you know what it is and you're able to engage in that regularly, it's good for you. It's, it's good for your well-being, for your mental and emotional health. And as you regularly engage in these activities, right, the way that you engage with your world is better because you're not bringing 30% of yourself to your world. You're bringing perhaps 70% of yourself to whatever it is that you've put in front of you. And so you can expect better, expect more. I mean, this is not all that you do, of course. There's everything else. But let's start with bringing all of ourselves to the table, or more of ourselves, at least, if you can bring all of ourselves, because it, it, it helps. It helps us to move forward. Um, so... In this whole, uh, the Director of Flourishing podcast, right, where talking about flourishing and my goal is to study uh, the things that make us flourish and to share that with you. Um, 
And so where I was starting was with uh, a book called Flourish, <laughs> uh, by written by Martin Seligman. He's a he's a psychologist out of uh, University of Pennsylvania. He's like in his eighties now, but he in he, in this Flourish book he actually talks a lot about like regular psychology, and how um, it helps a little bit. I mean, he practiced for forty fifty years, right? And then talks about positive psychology, what it is and how it uh, changes who you are and what, you know, how it is better than regular. (laughs) So his thing is there's, he's talking about uh, positive psychology being studying the things that actually make you flourish, studying the things that actually make you flourish and cultivating those things and uh, so that's one aspect where prior to this positive psychology type things uh, the goal of psychology was to improve uh, depression and things like that uh, to decrease negativity right in your life and this the goal of this is to improve the positive things and he goes out of his way to explain that it's not just you know be happy and smile all the time but it's really about improving the things that work and he has focused on it's it's a positive emotion um, engagement engagement is kind of what I was really talking about about the things where you get lost where you lose time and you you're in flow and you just go. I love I love the whole flow concept. Uh, relationships, uh, meaning, and accomplishments. Is, those are the things that he says he has found that contribute to flourishing. So the goal, his goal with positive psychology is to increase these things, improve these things, the positive emotion, um, engagement and flow relationships that work meaning in your life and uh working on your accomplishments uh we i talk a little bit about engagement which you know i think is my (laughs) it's where i want to live (laughs) but um it's really and and there are studies people who have studied just this being in the state of flow and yes you cannot stay there permanently um but it's finding that place where you're in the zone and you don't need encouragement, you don't need you don't need anything, you know, because it's like this is where you were made to be and you're just going. And he talks about how there's there are challenges and they're not too little or too much is <laughs> the right amount of challenges for your person. And so you rise to these challenges and you're just zooming along. And I'm going to talk about that more in uh, following episodes. Uh, There's also positive emotion. I I feel like (laughs) uh, the culture, society, life, the world um, seems to hyper, hyper focus on negative emotion sometimes. And we're all very conscious of what we don't like what annoys us, what our pet peeves are, 
who who made you mad what doesn't make sense and we we can pontificate on these things for hours but we're not always so quick to articulate the things that make us come alive the things that bring us joy and i understand that perhaps these are vulnerable topics for for some of us sometimes um but those things <laughs> those are the things that contribute to your flourishing and he actually talks about thinking of it like a garden right just focusing on removing the weeds does not create a garden you have to cultivate the actual flowers that you want or plants vegetables whatever it is um and give them the right soil the right conditions the right everything right to make them grow yes you need to continue to get rid of your weeds but that's only one part of the puzzle everything else plays into this and if you're ignoring the cultivation of of this garden then yeah just i don't know you know it's just going to be Eh. Like imagine if you if you had a front lawn and your front lawn was <laughs> was a metaphor for your life. Like does your front lawn <laughs> look better than your life? Um do you pay more attention to cultivating your lawn than you do to your own well-being and your mental health? Um I'm here to serve as a reminder that as you pay attention to to the lawn and ensure that you're putting your resources into that whether it's hiring someone or actually getting out there yourself your mental and emotional well-being which is really what drives where you're going in life what drives where you will be 10 and 20 years from now if we're not actively cultivating that then you know nobody else is going to come to cultivate it for you that's your responsibility um and we will be talking about this as we go along and i'm not i'm not saying responsibility like you know yet another thing on your plate i'm saying it as I'm saying it as for your for your for your well-being for your future for your everything you need to put some eyes on here okay